There's one thing about Manny I haven't told you. <laughs> Manny loves to garden, but he, he felt that there was a, a deep bigotry and prejudice among uh, the gardeners of the world. And so Manny has set about in New Claude, Texas to rectify this. And uh, all around his house, you will see weed gardens. <laughs> Crab grass and dandelions and goat's heads. And of course, living in the panhandle as he does, Manny has lots of manure to deal with. And weeds take to manure. And he once grew a goat's head that was 76 feet across. <laughs> he had to put up little warning, a little warning signs for the children that live around him. Uh, and in talking to him, I usually call Manny before I give a talk, and I called him about this one, and I said, do you have any last words? And he said, well, of course, expectations will be the highest on the last service. Um, and so be sure and tell the dispensapalians that the last service is like the last cucklebur of a goat's head. It sticks with you, <laughs> but somehow you wished it wouldn't. <laughs> so if you have any expectations, um, it will be in your... Oh, and we, we were meditating the other day, and uh, actually, actually it was in the evening, and uh, John lets go of the day with us. And so we told John, okay, well, let's close our eyes and let go of the day. And Gail and I closed our eyes, and John said, how can I let go of the day with a sticker in my bottom? <laughs> this could very well uh, be the... Uh, <laughs> this could be the theme of the dispensable church. <laughs> it is an excellent question. <laughs> And that's all we've tried to do, is to remove the sticker. <laughs> and the thorn, of course, is the expectation. If we live in the present, if we want nothing, then there's a place in our heart where God can enter. But if we expect, and if we want, and if we look for something, then we must go away disappointed. Because we are looking in the wrong place. It's that simple. There is no looking, there is no asking, there is no wanting for what God has to give us. It is now, it is present, it is peace, it is gentleness, and it is love. And basically what I wanted to say to you on Gail's in my last service, before the many trinity takes over, <laughs> uh, I was thinking of, uh, well, <laughs> uh, is I wanted to tell you how much I love you and how much my love for you has grown over these past three years. You know, we started out in the girls' club, and uh, I can remember, there was a little sewing room. Uh, as you walked up the ramp to go into the room where we held the services at the girls' club, to the right, the far right, there was a sewing room with sewing uh, machines and everything. And this is where we used to hold our little prayer meeting before the service. And after the prayer meeting, I would stand at the window because I could look down the ramp and I could look down the driveway that wind up. And I would see people walking up to the service. And I was always absolutely dumbfounded that anybody would want to come to the service. And then I began to realize there were people who were coming back. <laughs> 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 
This was truly surprising to me. I, I can't explain to you exactly why it was so surprising, uh, but it just, it was, it was surprising every single Sunday. I expected each Sunday there would be no one walking up. <laughs> and this coming together, and those of you who have uh, come again and again, Gail and I want you to know how richly and deeply encouraging this has been to us. It hasn't been encouraging in the sense of, oh, well, maybe we have something to say. It hasn't been encouraging on that sort of ego level. It's been encouraging in the sense that we've tried to simply state the truth as best we know it and as simply as we can say it and to repeat it over and over and over. <laughs> and then to see people take the truth and take it into their hearts and work with it and try to live with it. Even though at the dispensable church we promised nothing, absolutely nothing. Not one single benefit in the world. And yet still, people took the truth. They did get up in the morning and set their purpose. I heard story after story of people actually breaking with the situation, of people turning to God over and over during the day, of following their pee pee, their peaceful preference. <laughs> And this is very encouraging. And, and so, of course, that's the reason that people return. It's because there is this tremendous strength in agreement and joining. Tremendous strength. Because the Christ is in it. Because two or three are joined together. Tremendous strength and tremendous weakness when we try to do it by ourselves. This doesn't mean that we have to attend a, a church or a meeting or things like that, but we have to have a sense of not being alone in all of this. This is crucial because it is the truth. It is the essence of the truth. The truth of God is you are not alone. The truth of the world is you are alone. You came into the world alone and you will die alone. And no one will ever completely understand you. And so it's essential that we feel this oneness. And so on this lovely Thanksgiving day, this celebration, let's close our eyes to gate, uh, together and let's just begin by feeling the gentleness of the people around us. These dear, dear friends who have come to walk with us on our way home. Do you feel the gentleness? How gentle is the Christ? So gentle it walks on water. Disturbs nothing. Is there to help. But asks nothing, demands nothing, promotes nothing. It's just a blessing. Like the light of the moon or the sun. All right, so that it will not stay with you too long, I want you to understand I'm going to try very hard not to say anything memorable today. <laughs> uh, so perhaps you felt a little gratitude. One of the, one of the things that happens with uh, the word gratitude and thanks, I, I know... Uh, a woman who is the administrator of a hospital and she told me that suddenly she didn't feel any gratitude uh, several months ago and she went day after day and didn't feel any gratitude and finally she had to just take a leave of ab absence and then she was able to go back and resume her post isn't that something 
This is one of the largest hospitals in the country. And this woman stepped down indefinitely because she didn't feel gratitude. There was no other reason. Can you imagine such rich devotion to God as that? And yet she was in a very important and very demanding position. There is no trick to gratitude and to thanks, and many people think that there is. We have all these different words that we use, like gentleness and love and happiness and peace, kindness, gratitude, purity, concentration, single-mindedness, strength, and on and on and on. But God is one. So never think, never single out one of these words and make it somehow different. Do you wish to feel grateful? Do you wish to be a giver, a little spot of warmth, uh, a beacon rather than a deacon? This is what the deacons have decided, uh, or at least this is what a deacon suggested that, the, that, the, that they now call themselves, beacons instead of deacons. Because one thing that I've learned from the deacons is that gentleness and peace gives without a word spoken. So we've been having these little meetings once a week. And just to be in the presence of these people who are practicing peace and gentleness is to be bathed in God. It's to be bathed in love. It's to be uplifted and strengthened without a word spoken, without any particular thing happening. Because sometimes in our little meetings there have been lots of words and sometimes there have been many, very few words, just lots of pauses. And so to be grateful is to give. The ego thinks it is to be happy for having what someone else doesn't have. To being less miserable than others. <laughs> but just to experience peace is to experience gratitude and is to give. To whom do you give when you are peaceful? You give to every single child of God. Every single child of God is more peaceful when you are peaceful. That's how much you have to give. That is how deep your potential is. That is how true the truth is. But there is this discouragement. There is this feeling of, oh yes, I know, I hear these words, but somehow I can't do it. Because we look so much at our mistakes, we look so much at how far we have to go instead of how far we have come. Never look at how far you have to go. That is the only thing, however, your ego wishes you to look at. Your mistakes, how far you have to go, what you are not doing, what you are trying to do and failing to do. And to do that is to turn away from your father and walk back into the darkness of the world. So look at the help that you have received. Look at how far you have come. Look how hard you have tried. We were going through some old check stubs because uh, in selling our house, you have to establish a base. I don't know if they have baseball players at the, at the uh, IRS or what, but this is the term that you must establish a base. So you've got to know what your house cost, and then uh, from that you, uh, I can't. The reason I'm getting sort of choked up there. My son is here, and he's an accountant. I mean, he's a, he's a stockbroker in L.A., and so I know I'm going to get this all wrong. <laughs> but, but anyway, you you have a base, and then you uh, subtract it from what you sell the house for, and then on that is figured your capital gains. So we had to go back and look through our check stubs to figure what we had spent on building the house because we had built it over a long period of time. And we came across a check stub dated April 19th, 
1978. It was made out to the Foundation for Inner Peace, and it was for the Book of Miracles. I didn't even have the name right. <laughs> that is only seven years ago. Only seven years ago. And in seven years, Gail and I have eliminated, I would say, 98, 99% of all the use, useless fights that we used to have. These long, drawn-out things that would go on, on and on. I've stopped running after so many of the things I used to run after, spend most of my time running after in those days. There are now entire days that I feel the peace of God. And it was just a couple of years ago, I didn't think that was a possibility. To experience the peace of God for an entire day. There's great love and gentleness. And my friends, I am indeed an extremely ordinary person. Really, if you could see me back seven years ago, I bet most of you would think you do not have the personal problems that I had. You are not as screwed up. You see. <laughs> so there is nothing exceptional. You see, someone stands up in front of a group and the world somehow thinks that, well, they're different. They have something that other people don't. They just have gall. That's all they've got. <laughs> Seven years, what a short time that is. Seven years. In that seven years, all doubts about God have been wiped away. Because I realized there was no fancy experience to have. There's just a growing sense of gentleness and peace day by day. So you just try each day and you make a little progress and you don't compare today to yesterday. Because it's, the progress is sort of like this, you see. It's a little wavy, but it still continues. And because I have done it, because I now know, because I, my feet are now firmly planted on the path home, because I now know without any doubt that this time I will make it, I also know beyond any doubt that every single one of you will make it home. And I've seen you making it home. That is what you, that is what you have given me. I can't tell you how, how strengthening and encouraging this is. To see someone else take up the truth and then see a transformation. And so many of you have totally transformed, and yet maybe most of you don't realize it. You don't realize how far you've come. You're still listening to the voice of discouragement. Yes, but I still have this far to go. And so on this Thanksgiving Day, let us remember how far we have come. And so would you close your eyes with me and go back now if you've been attending this church for a year or two, you might go back to the time you start attending the church. If it's been a shorter time, go back to some time. There is a time you know to go back to. Don't be afraid to look at the way you once were. How you used to run around after this and that. Confused, angry needing to prove something, needing to be somebody, or whatever else it was. Look at that and look at yourself today. Do not be afraid to see what has happened in your heart in a very short period of time. Now, in all honesty, have you been alone? 
All right, now, I want you to do one thing more. You look back. If you did this honestly, you had to see the progress you've made. Whether this is your first time at the dispensable church, you had to have seen the progress you've made. It has nothing to do with which particular book you read or church you, you attend. If you have been trying, if you have had your eyes set on light and have walked towards it, you have made progress. And so now, having seen the progress you've made, having seen the direction of your steps, close your eyes once again now and see the progress to come. Do not be afraid to do this. You're walking in a direction. You have come a ways. And see how far you will go tomorrow and the next day and the week after and six months from now and a year from now of hard work, two years from now, three. And now, my friends, let's have our thanksgiving. And so any of you who would like to express thanks, any of you who would like to see would like to say where you have seen God in your life. Any, any expression of gratitude or thanks that you would like to give. We invite you now to stand up. If you can speak as loudly as you can, but there's insulating material up here, soundproofing material up here, and there's uh, bodies, lots of bodies. So speak as loudly as you can. But uh, not, don't worry about that. If you just can't speak loudly, that's just fine. The important thing is that if you would like to express some thanks, then tell us where you've seen God. This will help. Yes? I'd like to express my thanks for Hugh Crater coming into my life. Thank you. Now, that's enough, enough of that now, people. <laughs> <laughs> That was so eloquently stated. <laughs> Thank you very, very much. Where have you seen God in your life? How have you been helped? How do you feel grateful? You have come a long ways. So share with us the bounty of your heart. <laughs> yes. I am grateful for my children. My greatest challenge, and I'm incredibly <laughs> Children are just little lights, aren't they? They're just these wonderful little lights. I also wanted to give thanks for my relationship with my teenage daughter. Those of you who have teenagers know how challenging that is. <laughs> and for the growing relationship that I have had with my sister, I since I've been here in the family. Oh, thanks. Someone back there, yes. To you for a quiet answer. I turn to it again and again and again, almost daily now. And it's such a support for the joy. Thank you. I was handed a letter by uh, Kate Shane, who's sung here a few times. And she asked me to read it. <laughs> I thank God today that He has given me my life. Through easy, easy times and difficult times, I am grateful to God for giving me the opportunity to reflect Him on earth. I am so happy that at last I am using my talents, my singing and my weaving, spread light and hopefully beauty in this world. And in doing so, and in so doing, I can help others as they help me. My son, who never ceases to amaze me, is a source of joy and great learning, dear God. Thank you for that precious jewel. I'm so grateful for all the people who have touched my life, especially the last few difficult months of the summer. When 
but one's shoulders were desired to cry on. Mostly, though, for all the love and joy so many have shared with me. As I remember all of you in my heart today, I feel so grateful to God for Gail and Hugh, everyone who began this church. I really enjoy seeing so many friends at least once a week, when in the past it used to be once every six months. A special thanks to God for giving Gail and Hugh the wisdom, I presume the strength to spread light, love, and peace through this church. A thank you to Hugh for helping me realize how simple it is to know God's peace. How amid anger, confusion, or the general chaos of life, I can just stop and remember God's peace. Hence changing a potentially difficult moment into a moment of God's peace. Perhaps still facing the same problem, but in an atmosphere of peace and clarity. How incredibly simple this is. <clears throat> How grateful I am to God for this gift. I'm grateful that God has seen fit to have John, Marilyn, and Tui continue this church. I'm also grateful that God sends John Hooch here. How I love his purple shirt and his music. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least, I'm grateful that I have been here at this auspicious moment of the changing of the guard, so to speak. For me, it is a great joy to send someone on his or her way home to God, to give light, love, and peace to two wonderful people, their children, who have chosen a more peaceful way to walk with God. It brings me great joy to see Gail, you, and their family do this. May God's blessings be upon your journey, your journey forth with God. For all this and all that is to come, praise be to God. That's lovely, and I think you're going. I think we're going to be hearing more of, from Kate uh, in the future. She's going to be singing with Tui in the future. I would like to um, give thanks to David Poole. <laughs> this might not be easy for him, but <laughs> I have to do it. He has given my family and I tremendous warmth and kindness and guidance in the last few years and you told us that he would and he did and I want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Association with this church.
sky around us bears constantly each day of God's glory. I never used to go to church before this church. <laughs> but I've been going here for three years. I used to take my children, and they'd have a question. They'd be upset with me or something. They're going through their teens, adolescence. And the, the times they chose to come, he would always answer them. The same question they were asking. Like, it really amazed me. So I kept coming and coming, and every question that I had was answered. So I made it a practice of coming. And I found incredible peace here. And I don't think I could have found it in any other church because we laugh a lot here, and that's real important. That's very healing to me. We laugh, and I don't think we get cancer. During this time with other people, and they didn't laugh as much.
the course of miracles and the guidance and the understanding that, uh, that I have experienced since I became involved with it, it's taken me from one coast to the other in a year's time, and I wonder where I'm going next. <laughs> I hope I stay here. I like it here, but uh, it's specifically been the course of miracles that uh, you know, I'm very grateful to. That's good. I'm, I'm thankful that uh, I learned that my life doesn't have to be chaotic and I don't have to go screaming through life. And uh, since I came back, well, when the church first started, and Manny and you, I left San Antonio went to the mountains and came back about nine months ago. And in the past nine months, I've found out that I'm not a victim anymore. And I don't, I don't, I choose peace now, that it's not chaotic. And for that, I'm grateful. And I, I really appreciate being able to see that and knowing that I'm not alone. Not everybody. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Um, I would like to uh, thank whoever it was who directed me up here this morning. I've never taken this opportunity before <laughs> to look at everyone. And uh, it, it really is occurring to me that there's so much um, nice, soft, really beautiful power that that I, I feel like I get into now. And I've been coming for a few months, and uh, I've always felt uh, peaceful and, and happy to be here, but this is, it's really impactful, and it, it's so nice. It feels really good, and thank you all. <laughs> I'd like to uh, give thanks for everyone here. Um, I came two years ago, a little over two years ago, to uh, seeking more peace in my life. And I had had the uh, Course in Miracles sitting on my bookshelf for two years, hoping to absorb it by osmosis. <laughs> and uh, when I came here, I called around to the other church. <laughs> look, looking for um, a study group, and I was told that there was a church in Santa Fe, and I started coming here. And um, my life has become more peaceful in spite of the fact that the world has offered me many, many opportunities to practice. <laughs> things that, um, that you talk to us about every day. And um, there have been a lot of things that... Uh, I guess somewhere I remember reading that we should be thankful for our problems as well as for the, our blessings, that they are blessings in a lot of ways. And um, I'm thankful for, for the things that have arisen for me in the past two years because it's taught me that I've reached out my hand when I felt alone. You were there and Mary Lou has been there. <laughs> Thank you. I want to thank you for helping me understand innocence. I've worked with that for a long time and never quite got it until having counseled with you. And that was really special. And I also want to thank you for Mrs. Fulton's prayer because that has brought incredible joy to me and to all the people I work with, and I have shared that with many, many people. And I heard a tape recently by Jean Houston who said that each teacher has the ability to reach on a minimum, I think it was, 500,000 people. <laughs> and I was thinking about that because even when I leave here and if we go out to lunch, and I'll meet fellow dispensatarians, <laughs> and you can you can see the aura, the the peace, the gentleness that they have brought with them in leaving this service. And I was thinking about how you have affected my life, and how I go out and work, and I spread what you have shared with me to people throughout the Midwest, and how Mrs. Fulton's prayer is being spread throughout a lot of places. And I just wanted to thank you for and Gail for your influence and for Mrs. Fulton wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Incidentally, you can get the copy of that prayer on the table uh, outside if you don't know what she's uh, talking about. Well, 
feeling really helped me every day, particularly the prayer, I am gentle, I am peace, I am one. And I repeat that to myself as many times a day that I can, especially when I have a problem. And I really work for this working. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't know whether uh, any of them would accept when I asked them if they would do this because they were all involved in other things. And I am also deeply grateful that uh, the church will continue and that these three people will be here. You, no one could possibly be in better hands than in the hands of these three people. just have about uh, five, five or ten more minutes, so. I've been thinking with a lot of thankfulness about certain people who over the past few years have shown me patience and gentleness that have allowed me to change and continue to allow me to change. And I look forward with thankfulness being able to return that into the world. And I also, I also would like to thank that amazing grace that allowed me to feel uh, an astonishing amount of peace and acceptance 
and forbearance on election night 1984. I'm <laughs> 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 thankful for everything as we all are expressing here today. I'd like to express, and this has been helped by coming to this church, um, a gratefulness for nothing to be willing to become empty and quiet and embrace the void and just be a person who has nothing to do. And I thank you for that assurance and encouragement to let ourselves just be. Um, I, I think when I, this past year has been really incredible for me, um, and when I think about it, and I, I think about the words that you say about that we're all going home to our Father, those that words bring so much peace to me, and I'm very grateful for that. It's, it's very comforting, and I'll see you all there. <laughs> I'm thankful for the vast number of aha or oh my gosh experiences that I have had in this event. That just the light comes on. It's great. Thank you for simplifying the course in miracles. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my friends, why don't we close our eyes now? And if there was something that you wish to say, then just say it now to God.